I V M. Hello and welcome to the Geek Fruit Bulletin in a brand new year. Happy New Year, Tejas! Hey, thanks, man. Same to you. We're recording this in 2018. Though. Yeah, I know. We are speaking the from the from the distant past, <laughs> but <laughs> on the day you're listening to this, you are presumably in the throes of a new year. I hope the world didn't like. I don't know if anything happened. We'll we'll probably make it till then. We'll make it's it. a brand new start, man. I'm excited. I'm always excited. 2019 is going to be the best year. Yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I believe it. The entire 2018 years that passed before this, they were just warm up. They were okay. Because, we're getting, I mean, Aquaman started, was the man. last movie. <laughs> hey, it's 2019, fresh start. Let's not talk about that stuff. Cool, done. <laughs> so, it's a time of exciting things, but also let's talk about stuff from the past here. <laughs> because, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> there was such a positive introduction to the new year, and we're still going to talk about 2018. We're going to talk about, however, some of the nicest things we found in the last year. Yeah. Uh, just cool, exciting, fun discoveries, whatever. It's a free for all. Yeah. Let's just talk about nice things that we will take forward with us. Let's cast aside. All the negativity and hate Absolutely. for everything that has gone, and talk about what we want to carry forward with us Definitely. going forward into 2019. Definitely. So, what you got? Um, so, for those who know me personally, uh, know I like to celebrate my birthday in some form or fashion of solitude, mm-hmm. and I like to do a lot of weirdo, like, but well, basically go out and see things that I don't usually do. And I'm a big museum junkie, mm-hmm. and um, so I've gone to a few museums, uh, you know, this year and in my life, basically. Um, two museums that I absolutely loved. Uh, seeing, which is wh- what I wanted to talk about, one was one was in London, uh, which is the Science Museum in London, which mm-hmm. is amazing, and it's always worth a visit. And the cool thing about all mu- like public places in London, like museums, etc., they're all free. And you can walk in without having paying a you know a fee and stuff like that. They obviously they ask for a donation which you can or cannot give. They I cannot confirm whether they give dirts or not if you don't. Yeah. Uh, but if you go see it, there's a lot of great exhibits. Uh, and that made me think about like our own museums here in India. And on my birthday this year, I went to the Nehru Museum, which is really good. And it's I really feel good. like a lot of people don't. Like know about like there are three places which are kind of are in the same vicinity. One is the Nehru Planetarium. Mm-hmm. One is the a science museum, the Nehru Science Museum, and then one is just the Nehru Museum, the History yeah. of India exhibit. And I'm specifically talking this time about the History of India exhibit. Uh, it's a really good source of information about like our. Yeah, I mean we. I know we are forced, in fact, to learn it when we're growing up in school and stuff. And because there's a feel of like you know we're studying for examinations for this. And even though I loved history as a kid. There's something really nice to visit it as an adult who's yeah. not. It was not being forced on you, and you go and check it out and see all the things that are you know written about Nehru. And man, the other thing that I learned is that Nehru's a G, man. I feel like he should be on a few notes as well. He was always a G. Yeah, but he's not on any notes. There's only the original G. You know exactly. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, G himself. You know my my biggest complaint about Slumdog Millionaire. Obviously not Anil Kapoor who we met this year, who is mm-hmm. what a player. I mean, like, but <laughs> what a uh, uh, but he asked this silly question saying, "Oh, who is on the thousand rupee?" Note, and he's just like, who can it be? It's Mahatma Gandhi. He's on every note. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Nehru should be on a note. Man, Nehru is a is a proper G. Like everybody. Um, 
Like from Einstein to a lot of people I mean I know there's a lot of history Like you know a lot of people go against him Because he wanted to divide India a specific way Which might have been for the better But you know if you go check out this exhibit See about his life See about the history of India Really nerdy Really cool Very nicely made exhibit And I had a blast at that this time They they usually They have uh, rotating exhibits as well Which are the primary they thing do, And they do. it's usually a very interesting way Of bringing the history of India out Right like a lot of it is interactive Or you can like walk through the exactly, exhibits And stuff yeah, which is and so they, good And they make little you know design stuff yeah. and, and I mean I, I love it's museums well curated. some of the Very best well work curated. our country's doing yes. of course Nehru's never going to be on a note now <sighs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah so but yeah. that's out yeah. but there are three very nice institutions named after him yeah in uh, in uh, an area close to you if uh, you live in the Worli side of Worli. Yeah, in Worli, it's kind of like in, uh, it's next to Haji Ali, like basically in the, is it in Mahalakshmi? Does it count as Mahalakshmi? I think it counts as Worli. Okay, it does? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, it's in Worli. Um, but I, I mean, know. on in a larger sense, what we're saying is like, go out and seek out go the out. real world things uh, that bring alive some great stories. Man, it's good to see stuff in a museum. Like one of the funniest and kind of really like weird thing that I saw this time in the Natural History Museum in, in London was uh, the last, the very last of our history of the, you know, of mankind kind of exhibit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one little uh, cubicle they have Things, artifacts from the 90s. What? And there's a uh, Windows 93, or uh, 95, sorry. No way. There's a Nintendo there and saying, this is what p- people used to use. And um, in the gift section, <laughs> they're selling a crude form of like an Atari kind of thing. And there were lots of young kids who were coming from excursion, you know, school excursions, they come and they're playing it because it's a novelty thing. It's just oh like, my oh, God. check out this quaint device which we, people used to play on. And I was just like, oh my God, I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was weird. That's awesome. But, but but you know, having said that, in India, in Bombay specifically, there's you know the Bahadaji Lal Museum is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's um, there's the uh, Nehru Museum. So go check out all of that there's stuff. There's the CST Railway Museum, which exactly. I always ask people to check amazing, out. Amazing, amazing. It's so stuff. good. Yeah. So yeah, museums, man. I love museums. It. Are great. Yeah. So I mean, it's not specifically contained to 2018. It's just the time that I got to see. Exactly. So, so really we're just talking about stuff that we found in 2018 yeah. or refound, yes. rediscovered. One yes. might say that yes. we're going to carry forward. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? I got uh, Wolverine the Long Night Man A fiction podcast So good Fiction podcasts are A really interesting space Because I've always loved The idea of audio dramas I love radio Audio books are great So Wolverine the Long Night uh, Was a legit Great step forward For the form as a whole As in I prefer audio I I prefer radio drama (laughs) To audio book in the sense that exactly. when it's an audio book it's one person doing all the voices and you know just basically reading out the book and yeah. the and the and the dialogue you know in quotes whatever mm-hmm. in the book uh, radio dramas are acted out yes and often with stellar cast like Wolverine the Long cast. Night features Richard Armitage as Wolverine so good and he's amazing and, and like just great great just full great of cast, ringers yeah, yeah. and a great story a very Wolverine-y story Solid. like I mean Wolverine isn't even there for like the first like he's, or four he's, a, he's, he's like a, a supporting presence. character yeah. But like the story revolves around his character And the moments where Richard Armitage has to kind of play him All the moments where he Like in the first episode he literally says one word You know yeah. And it's so powerful It works really well It's, it's just really way, well done Yeah The way they kind of uh, even script the, the thing It's done as a Like as a procedural kind of thing Like basically a series of interrogations and stuff yeah. By two like detectives Really cool way to kind of uh, unravel the story as And there's things uh, about about audio dramas that I feel you can't quite replicate with 
टी वी शो इट स्टिल मेक्स यू वर्क बिट लाइक ओपनिंग ऑफ वाइट फॉर एग्जाम्पल इज दिस इंटायर लाइक गोस्ट शिप्स और सीक्वेंस वेर शिप इज डिस्कवर्ड वेर एवरीबडी ऑन द शिप हेज बिन मर्डर्ड इट्स लाइक टेल्स ऑफ द ब्लैक फ्रेटर इट्स पॉसिबल टू क्रिएट समथिंग दैट you don't you don't have to rely on someone else showing you things yeah. basically which is great it's uh, something that uh, there's this lost art called reading <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which does a similar thing yeah yeah definitely but uh, with, with a couple of other layers like it it feels immersive you can close your eyes cuz man i'm tired of staring at screens also that man <laughs> like i think there is something more valuable valuable about it today than has ever been before i mean like before there used to be like a reliance on it you know whether it's orson wells doing like you know uh, or no sorry orson wells Uh, who did uh, War of the Worlds? H.G. Wells is or the World of Worlds? I can't remember. That was Austin Wells. Oh, he did the. Yeah, so yeah. Wells did Wells. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and uh, did the whole thing, and so much so that people actually thought it was reality. People actually thought the aliens yeah. were, you know. So I from then to a, now, like that's a bit a, of a myth. It's but a cool yes, myth. Yeah, it, it was. It's a cool myth. I, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I love that kind of stuff, and I think it's 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 far more relevant today. I mean, we're li- this is literally a podcast you're listening to right now. So, yeah. So it's it's. I mean, I like that kind of stuff. I feel. Uh, we might just notice a common theme here that because the visual media our uh, film and tv landscapes are so overloaded that we're leaning towards stuff that's slightly outside it like yeah, i yeah. really like the idea of listening to a great audio drama yeah. and i'm more excited about that than watching like all of daredevil I, as good as daredevil can yeah, be in fact daredevil is a perfect idea for a podcast man the man is blind <laughs> like it would in from daredevil's perspective it would be like perfect like, yeah. like wouldn't that be awesome oh god what is that daredevil Kamal podcast tyrus <laughs> there was there was stuff like uh, daredevil uh, hearing something where someone goes like that was like oh my god <laughs> i figured out what is oh happening god. man like it would be really cool to do that and I mean, especially in Wolverine, you get like this whole sense of this town bones Alaska, yeah. right? You feel the chill and that weird cult thing that is. Uh, anyway, awesome! Uh, everyone, check out. And it's getting a season two next year. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, there's a lot of great uh, fiction podcasts. Man, Homecoming! Man, they made it into a TV show. I know. Yeah, which I haven't seen, yeah. but honestly, like the the podcast itself is so good. It's I'm so like, good. it was. I'm who not... is the main? Is it Catherine Keener in the original? I, I can't remember. I don't know why they just didn't cast the original cast. It was uh, it was him. It was this one. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac was in it. Oscar Isaac was yeah, in yeah. it. Uh, Natalie Dormer was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was Benedict Cumberbatch in it? No, no, that's, no, no, he uh, wasn't. No, not, that's uh, Neverwhere. That's, that's uh, Neverwhere. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, even Natalie Dormer is in Neverwhere. In, Natalie Dormer is in Neverwhere. Yeah, right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. But another great fiction podcast. Awesome, man. So good. There's so many good things to see. Yeah, yeah. Or, or here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, do you have another thing? I do. I am playing a video game right now on the Nintendo Switch. Is something I purchased this year. Um, so I love story-based games, and I love, and I think you know, gaming is amazing. But here's something really special about this game called Celeste, which I'm playing. It was the only game nominated for in the Game Awards for the best game this year of 2018, which was not a hyper-realistic triple-A game. You know, made like you know, like God of War was there, Spider Man was there, Red Dead Redemption, all like you know, years of work gone into these games. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it hasn't in Celeste, but Celeste is the only pixel art platformer that is on this list, and there's a good reason for it. Uh, one is that this game was made originally as part of a 48-hour gaming convention where you have to 
make a game in 48 hours right. and make it like as good and so these guys made it and it was such a hit there that they converted it into a full game and in the game you can actually play the original game as a little easter egg nice. and stuff uh, but this game is about it's a very simple story it's about this girl named Madeline and for some reason Celeste yeah no <laughs> okay. so she wants to climb the Celeste which is a mountain okay she has to get to the top of the mountain and right. she doesn't say why she's just like I this is something I have to do okay. and as the story kind of goes and so two, two things as the story kind of goes on you realize that she's kind of recovering from a relationship da 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 and it's very woke and it's really like it's like our speak Very millennial Kind of uh, You know Like people talking about Their past relationships Or calling a mother Or you know Like the relationships That we have in real life mm-hmm. Is there in a pixel art game Very realistic And true to who we are Really awesome The second thing About this game Is that it's so unforgiving I have died so far In this game uh, uh, it counts basically your deaths right. 1,572 times Holy Okay, crap. so far Okay and Basically what it is Is that every uh, screen Is like one thing where you ha- And you get only two moves The whole move is jump and dash right. Like you can do a mid-air dash okay. And you have to Climb obstacles Go around And so much so that You have to memorize The, le- the maps each time To get And when you die which is very common in the game. <laughs> you immediately yeah. respawn, so it always gives you that thing like, "No, I'm gonna get it this time. No, yeah. I'm gonna get it this time." And it's so brutal and unforgiving that it is absolutely addictive. And there is something so special about this kind of game that it's still pixel art, and it's still and it was nominated for the best game of the year, which is absolutely true to why it should. I mean, like it's it rightly so because like it's one of the best games I've played. Like just so addictive and so good, and it just goes to show. Like Abhimanyu, my flatmate, and I, we keep talking about games a lot at home because we bought a PS4 Pro because we wanted to play Red Dead and Spider Man, mm-hmm. all these games. But you know, we've kind of come to the conclusion that. We don't need any more hyper-realistic games. Like, I think we've yeah. reached the pinnacle of, like, how true it could look. It's brilliant. Like, facial expressions in Peter Parker or Mary Jane, all these people look so amazing. But that's not really what defines a game. Like, yeah. it, it never has. And uh, But we've kind of reached that point where we're like, wow, these games, this is it. Yeah. We have reached that place where it's so brilliant. It's so amazing. But... Games can be made in any form or fashion and still have that thing about it, and it's like Celeste is one of those games. So like, we reached the point of like hyper realism, and we've realized that that that's what games were chasing for the longest time, right? And now yeah. you're able to realize now that can, maybe the the concept and the story the and stuff is matters is so much what more. We right? have been chasing all it's, along. It's, yeah. a, it's the next evolution of yeah, video yeah, games as absolutely. a as a form of art, man. And it's like it's moving in every way. You know, so many so many things about it. Just just brilliant game. Uh, one thing I was just like. Checking out also Like my brother You know He bought a new TV And I was just with him recently And we were just looking At these 8K TVs And I was just like Man You know like <laughs> what, is the, what is the resolution Of the human eye man I don't think it's that much Like I think it's about like Like there can is- we perceive like this resolution Can we physically Kind of do it I don't know so. You can So there's a, That's a lot more complicated There's a lot of science to it There's yeah, no course. You can't exactly measure Resolution of the human eye Yeah yeah well, And a lot of it Has to do like, with uh, Viewing distance as well Of course Like right? depth perception so, All exactly. that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. So the closer you are To something The more the details matter So an 8K TV for most living rooms is overkill. Yeah, yeah. Because like, what? Yeah. And also movies are not mastered in, in like... In, they're starting they're mastered to in 2K, be now. Man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, essentially, like, yeah, if you treated film and compared it to uh, to digital, digital resolution, stuff, it's closer yeah. to 2K. Correct. So 4K is already, like, a step up there. Man, I'm just like, even if we get, like, 4K stuff sometimes, like, in video games, it makes a lot of difference because mm-hmm. they are, like, rendering stuff in, like, super high capacity. And this just looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, especially FPS and things like that. 
but like it's just like like you know I was just like wondering about yeah, that that's yeah that's a whole other so I mean like just to it's like an extension of my argument to video games you know like video games are great right now and I think we've reached mm-hmm. but I think like now it's time to kind of dive into it's like movies you know like uh, we were talking about Aquaman like the big CGI battles whether it's Crimes of Grindelwald or whatever and you know like those are not the things that are making you want to watch it anymore. yeah man yeah. it's not spectacle anymore though Godzilla I will watch the shit out of Godzilla looks great <laughs> <laughs> right we will figure that one out yeah uh, yeah cool uh, another guy I would like to add is mm-hmm. a book called How to Invent Everything right by uh, Ryan that, North Ryan North uh, a man for get our that. times yeah. it's great uh, I have a copy I'll lend it to you hey man how did you get it because I wanted to get that for you for your birthday but it was not it was what? unavailable yeah the Thank kickstarter so right. I was telling your sister this also <laughs> yeah. but I was like is the thought that counts I Thank you for the thought. How did you get your hands on it? It was available on Amazon.com. What? Yeah. But wasn't it kicks? This is his Kickstarter book. It right? was a Kickstarter. It so started his, and now it's a massively uh, successful. So book. his Kickstarter wasn't uh, selling to like it was not, you couldn't. It find wasn't it uh, delivering to India. Yes. 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 It's yeah, fine. but it got kickstarted as like, uh, and now it's a massively successful book. I think it, uh, I mean, it was a bestseller. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole Rick Moran's a genius. Man's a genius. He's doing great. He's now, I mean, he started off with a web comic made out of clip art. Correct. And now he's a legit uh, Marvel comics writer and stuff. Yeah. So he's doing great. Uh, but How to Invent Everything, which I would encourage everyone to check out, is basically uh, the premise of the book is that uh, it's the manual for the Time Traveler 3000. Correct. Yeah. And uh, you have found that manual because you traveled back in time and your time travel machine is broken down and so they're like see there's two ways to do this yeah. you can either like basically break the laws of physics and go forward in time which is not possible yeah. so here's a simpler thing rebuild civilization from, from scratch, scratch. Yeah. <laughs> and then it uh, it basically uses that as an excuse Man. to talk about history science art pretty much everything yeah. in a great really entertaining way Man, I love all these like thought projects you know like uh, Randall Monroe obviously is a yeah. genius also that way like XKCD is one of those things and but I love what these if book. What, his what if book is like I mean I've not finished it but like it's 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 very much in the same vein of like just amazing thought yeah. like thought experiments, experiments you know right? yeah. like what if everyone on earth jumped at the same time exactly, he uses actual happen. science and explains it this is what would happen he would do that on XKCD also obviously you know like have you, like one of my favorite things of his was inventing the 8 day week yeah. and like but it, it doesn't follow the solar like cycle <laughs> yeah. really, like so funny and like by the 8th day the guy who tried to do this just like he's exhausted he collapses and he dies <laughs> it's just so funny man but yes good science Beautiful, good yeah. stuff Good so stuff yeah, I guess we're saying in 2019, let's uh, more of this. Educate ourselves. Yes. Go absolutely. to museums and read books. And uh, listen. Listen to stuff <laughs> while playing video games. <laughs> yes, <okay. laughs> it'll be a good time. <laughs> Just avoid Netflix and the cinema, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is what our podcast is about. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, let us know if you found anything really exciting from 2018 or discovered anything cool, like in this uh, fashion. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Yeah. All right. This has been the Geek Food Bulletin. 